Okay, here we go. After party 28, where we're going to talk about sessions 84, Bitey, Blinky, Winky, and Paul Zarin have an adventure. Probably the <laughs> longest title that we've ever had. Oh, the SEO My on that title. title is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 85, are we checking on chum, question mark? <laughs> and 86, road less traveled. Good uh, good grouping here, uh, starting out with the old battle with the sub where we left off from, uh, from 83 and uh, really get into the, basically, I think the, the battle was a lot more about the wand rolls than anything else. Yeah. Every time it... Got back to my turn. I had to roll uh, percentile dice, and I have down here. We had some teleporting, some fireballs. We had all. We had the, the wand jumping around, all kinds of great stuff. And um, the rest of us figured out where that wand came from by listening to the intro. Yeah, how did I was gonna say how did uh, so? so yeah, the, you and Bill know, but. Um, Nobody else. Right? Yeah, but the, the thing is, uh, when Chaff acquired that one was in an episode that you, uh, part of an episode that you were all fine to listen to. Like, so you should have known where you picked it up from. So basically, you just didn't pay attention before. <laughs> exactly. I, yes. <laughs> Thank you for putting that so succinctly. Uh. <laughs> you idiots. <laughs> so it's Sermer's wand. Yeah. Oh, what? So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be honest, I was trying to be quiet because I didn't remember where it was from. <laughs> we were uh, back on the rising three. We were chucking bodies over the the side, okay. and Shaft yeah. went, "Why chuck this body that could have stuff on it?" And yeah, no, it makes sense. Took some stuff, which I think if you think back on it, there was a whole thing on um, what was it? Uh, Detect magic. That yeah. Shaft had the wand on him, and you guys were using detect magic to try to find magical items. But uh, I can't remember how we played that all out. Oh, uh, that's because that's not him. how. So detect. That's because we were weird on how detect magic actually works. Yeah, like detect magic is you. It's the same as if any of you were having a magical item on your person. Even something in a bag in the in Falzern's bag of holding, say even like maybe in like a health potion, like whoever is casting detect magic would feel the presence of magic within its radius, but it's not. It doesn't point you in the direction. Like even if it was right behind you, it wouldn't you wouldn't know from the effect of the spell that it was right behind you. You would know it was somewhere in this thirty foot radius around you. And even if you were like, hey, there's a bag of holding, and then that caster was like wanted to use their action to make the magic light up. It's inside of a bag of holding, so it wouldn't they wouldn't see it light up anyways. So uh, that's that's how bag that of works. holdings magical. Yeah, I was gonna say, wouldn't the whole bag light up? Exactly, the bag of holding would light right. up. Right. So anyway, I thought it was a good time in that battle to see how the thing worked, and uh, I think we learned a little bit. I'm not sure you figured out how it works though. I I figured out what you can. I uh, figured out there's a lot of stuff that happens when you try to use it. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially, wasn't it like the first roll was what caused all the rest of it to happen? You so I had you make an, an intelligence uh, check or saving throw, whatever the fuck it was, saving throw I think it was, and you ruled poorly, mm-hmm. uh, meaning it didn't function. Well, it functioned according to the roll that you 
Got it. Ah. <laughs> and then I, so I was, I just had you roll on, um, I just used the sorcerer's wild magic table in the player's handbook. And you rolled like, whatever you rolled first, I think it was like a one or a two or something. <laughs> it really said, well. for the next minute, this, the one, roll again on this table at the beginning of the creature's turn, disregarding this that uh thing if it came up again right so mm-hmm. that's why for the next <laughs> 10 rounds yeah. i had to roll okay. every single time so it typically wouldn't be doing stuff round after round after it round. was just the the randomness wild yeah. mild magic of of the one yeah which is what makes that kind of stuff so much fun right exactly mm-hmm. yeah that's why that table is great yeah that's awesome well it gave us the heroes of mechanis blinky and winky <laughs> oh, that's that's yeah. true. Sacrifice their lives so that Falzerin and Shaft could get away. Now they were Modrons, right? That's right. Yeah. What's a Modron? It's like um, like a little mechanical being. They come in all different sizes and shapes. And uh, the cool thing about them is, if you were fighting, say, a cluster of them, and there was three different variations, if you killed uh, the largest most strongest variation one of the lower ones would basically get a promotion and then become the next level up to replace it so they get i really oh. like those creatures they're really cool oh that's cool yeah i didn't i didn't realize that's how they function that's cool then we finally uh make it out of the water and meet slava yes we did Whew, took 83 episodes but we made it to the tritons <laughs> <laughs> I told you guys, I told you guys they'd be there. That's right. <laughs> well, you almost didn't get them. Almost had Bitey finish them yeah. off. Yeah. That Bitey almost went into just a death spin and ripped him in half. <laughs> you need to control your shark, Bill. <laughs> hey, that's the last time I'm going to have an opportunity to. Bitey's gone forever. So S- Slava seemed very uh, um, confident that they could take care of the Kraken Potentially, Alamar, Izzy, and Erica, he did say they all need to be taken care of. I don't know if he actually said they were going to do it, but he did say that that needs to happen. He he, yes. he said if they were involved with Kray Lakina, they need to be terminated. Yes. Yeah, but I don't know if he meant that they would, gonna take, they would take care of that situation, or if it was up to us. I assume uh, within the next episode or two, they will have vanquished all of them and... Life will be a lot easier in Aspara. So what what would the party do? Towers. Finally have a chance to go. I don't know. You know we wouldn't. We would, we would find something else to do along the way to the towers. <laughs> like, we still have this, the uh, snow bloom to find on Mount Necro- Necropolis. And uh, Rugar's whatever. Necros- yeah. Yes. Rugar's I want to do that side quest. I'll be honest. I mean, Mia's into it because the Niyogi are up there. So And free beer for life does seem to be. Uh, yeah. That would be nice. Yeah, and Dracol, so yeah. Priceless. Oh yeah, Shaft needs to stop by Dracol to get some things. How much money do you have at your at home in Dracol? Pretty sure we each put a thousand in. Her the... half was seven hundred she left. Oh I thought I left a thousand. No, you kept some. You put seven hundred in, in my hidey hole. Wow, you got a pretty decent chunk of change waiting there for you. The hidey hole. Yeah. <laughs> and I had my I put seven hundred of mine in there too. Right. Yeah. Man, it must be nice to have so much stinking gold. Falsy's got like 50. Mia's got all her gold because she didn't tat her body up. 
If you were nicer to Shakara and saddle up to her, maybe you could get her gold when she dies. <laughs> Magical weapons. There's wait, all kinds wait, of cool stuff wait, when people when die. When she dies? Wait, wait, what? I may have to start playing Falzer in that way. I assume it's an inevitability. <laughs> Isn't Mia the aristocrat of the group? Come on. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Shaft knows my family's rich. He's kept that information to himself. Probably uh, get a ransom for her. Yeah. Jeez. Can you imagine? So, uh, yep, then we find out that Cray Lakina, which we believed was the Kraken name. Yeah, just another name for a Kraken. Uh, well, it's Cray Lakina is a prisoner in the elemental plane of water. And mm-hmm. I think they're, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I think they're trying to do something with this youth, this small Kraken to link these things together. I don't think Kralakina is the Kraken. Yeah, Slava seemed um, to be a little bit shaken when he mentioned Kralakina. So that's bad. Well, I remember recording that segment and Leland pulled the, is there anything else? And we were all like mouthing Kralakina. <laughs> and Bill's like, oh, have you... Uh... I was just biding my time, uh, waiting for uh-huh, the right moment. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then, and then, and you did give them the map at that point too. I did, yes. So, right theories. Well, also, Kralakina, he said, went by a different name when he had his full power. So, Kralakina, this very powerful being, was previously even more powerful than that, and went by a different name. So, what was that? I don't know. I would assume it was Frank. Frank is what I was just going to say, but. Yes. Then I remember we already had a Frank. He's oh, the Kumquat <laughs> guy. So, oh yeah, <laughs> Fred, I guess. Yeah. So, what about the map? Why'd you give him the map? What do you think? I mean, I, I assume that the map is the Deep Scions or whoever is are searching for the Tritons here, there, and everywhere out in the sea. So, does anyone else have other theories? Because I was thinking. Maybe those were potential Kraken layers, and they couldn't yeah. find a good enough spot for a Kraken layer. They could be. Well, as you guys have learned, the Kraken layers have great big storms over top of them, right? So the only ones that we've heard of is the one as under where Erica was, and you fucked that one up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that doesn't mean there's not storms above all those other spots. We we haven't really traveled there, so that's yeah, true. Many be. of them were pretty far out to sea. Yeah. Yeah, um I'm I'm curious to see what what comes of the Tritons over the next handful of episodes um if they resurface and are able to help us out or not. But I'm I'm really glad that we were uh, Falsy was finally able to contact them because I think they're going to be a, potentially a big help. Well, I mean, Hope that so. just we don't have to worry about the Kraken anymore. I mean, I think yeah. Shaft even said to the Triton, so you're taking care of this situation, right? And right. Yeah, cross that off the to-do list. Done. We're good there. We, we probably should just get experience points alone just for that. Accomplishing <laughs> and completing <laughs> a, 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 a task that we've had for some time. So then uh, yeah. we break off. We go back to the girls at the library going to talk to Geneva. You guys remember what you talked about? Uh, she said that she thinks Alamar's phylactery might be his cane. Because mm-hmm. she never sees him without it. Eagle-headed cane. 
she thinks that Keek may be compromised. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was going to talk to Gundar and Sybil and try and get them on our side. Yeah, she did say she was going to help us fight Alamar if, yeah. she, you know, we may need the help. She hadn't seen Alamar since breakfast, and he was all perturbed that morning. Um, she gave us some information about possible ritual locations and, yeah, the potential for the, sha- uh, the like you said, the frick, the cane. Yeah. But she kind of talked about the elixir, and uh, Shikara gave me the, uh uh-uh, don't mention it. Just in case, you know, nobody needs to know that we have that. No, it's it's true. That's a really important little bit of info that I'm kind of glad you guys didn't share. Because who knows who we can trust, and I think we should keep that a secret from everyone. I mean, I may be a little bit nervous that Grimby knows about it, to be honest, but... The other thing was, like, um, Shakara talking about the ritual of catharsis and Pax. She never really mentioned herself yet to Mia. Well, I mean, that's that's not something that anybody would come out and just... Oh, no, for sure. Ca- just casual as conversation. As like, the listener's concerned, the, Mia, Mia suspects she's trying to help Falzer and is all. Yeah. Do you guys think the phylactery is the eagle-headed cane? When, here's the thing, if he carries it around everywhere, why wouldn't he try that first? If he obviously was trying all these different urns and bottles and things on that shelf that Falzerin, um triggered the alarm to go look at, mm-hmm. why wouldn't he have tri- tried the cane first? Yeah, I'm not totally sold on the cane, to be honest, but I don't know. Why try a potion bottle or an urn or something? And I, I thought, and maybe I'm misremembering this, but I thought we had learned that a phylactery, a phylactery typically has to be like a, a container of some sort. Um, but maybe that's wrong. But if, if that's the case, a cane is, is not a container. It could be hollow. I suppose. Swords yeah. in it. Yeah, who knows? But is it like the point of the phylactery is if you get killed, you go to the your like soul goes to the phylactery is that how that works yeah so it's it's supposed to so it houses it houses your soul while a new body forms basically i wouldn't think that would be something you would carry around with you everywhere no i I would think you'd have it stashed away somewhere right in a hidey hole but it's not currently his phylactery and a lich wouldn't have a use for a cane like alamar you've seen he legitimately seems to need to use that cane to actually move around he's as old as he is but that's a good thought. Hmm. So maybe, yeah, I mean, I suppose it's something we don't completely write off. If it, Once he's a lich, he won't need the cane. So he can just squirrel, the, squirrel it away somewhere. Yeah, I think you'd pick something uh, that was valuable to you that would last forever, right? And wouldn't be obvious. Not something that yeah. will ro- potentially rot away over time either. I don't know. I'm not convinced about the cane. So, let's see. Then I have written down that Shakara goes and does a little prayer. I'll just let you talk to that if you if you want to or yeah, we can Just uh wanting to know that there was somebody out there looking after me and and uh trying to get some guidance and got the first but not the second. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what else you want me to say. That's I, that's I, I, I'm just letting you say that. what you're going to say. <clears throat> then we pop back and we do, we go to ten, uh, Alstolf Tenerman's place with Falzerin and Shaft. 
where uh, Falzern gets to put on a, a little bit of an act and gets introduced as his new uh, his new name, Paul Zarin, the uh, scribe bookkeeper for Samuel Coltist. What do you think, Bill? I think when you introduced um, Falzern as Paul Zarin, it's perhaps one of my favorite moments of our entire show. <laughs> <laughs> That was so brilliant. Oh, I He's love had it. that one in his back pocket, maybe. Yeah, I thought it was funny. Uh, I would have never come up with that on the spot. Because it, it gives you enough to be able to not link the two together, but you could sort of go, do, do you mean false? No, you, you misheard what I... You must have yeah. misheard me, right? Because they can always go back and you go, you just said your name was Paul Zarin. No, I said Falzerin. You just misunderstood or right. they said something <laughs> like, it's Falzerin, and you go, no, I clearly said Paul Zarin. So either way, I can get out of it, <laughs> you got, right? You got the culpable <laughs> deniability of both. That's exactly right. Oh. <laughs> That's everything That's so Shaft good. says is that way. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we, we play a little game there where we try to get some information out of Astoff, and we do get a got little. a lot of information. I had no friggin' clue what I was, what was expected of Falzern in that moment. So I was, I was just like trying to think of something I could say and what I'd be upset with. <laughs> you did a great job, but there towards you the end, you were you were trying to be nice to Alstoff, and you, you, you the the real Falzern started shining through, saying, "Oh, I'm sorry." Yeah. And uh, there's there was only so much of that that Falzern <laughs> could could keep up. So we found out, well, first off, I got my manacles, the jet black manacles. Uh, what did we call them? The shaft, 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 shafts of shackling? Shackles, shafts, shackles, shackles of shackling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, four more times, really fast. Did you pay <laughs> the other half of what you owed for that? Yeah, I paid the 100 That is why when I got the tattoos, I didn't go up with the tattoos. I only had so much money. And I knew I wanted to save some cash to get some manacles made. So I held back and just got the cheaper tattoos. And then when Ah, I went up and we finally got... Luckily, I had enough money when I ordered the shackles. Because you, like, he said how much you owed, and then you kind of misdirected and had all this other stuff going on. So I just didn't know if you, like, did that on purpose to try and get out of paying the second half of what you owed, or... No, he wouldn't have gave them to me unless I paid him. I I paid him. I marked it off my character sheet. So, yeah, he's... You got to... Fucking steal on those manacles. Oh, you ain't kidding. <laughs> now, I did notice... Yeah, those are amazing manacles. In the episode, we he didn't actually go over all of the things that the manacles can do. Did we ever go over that on Mike? I think yeah, it was right did. at the end of the episode. Okay. Alsop didn't give it to you in like through RP, but we right. glossed over it and he would have explained kind of the, the yeah. functionality of them. Um, yeah, and we explained how they work on Mike for sure. Okay. Yeah, we did. What we did learn by looking at the shipping records was there were there are bronze scouts that do the digging. There are iron cobras that don't speak. <laughs> there are oaken bolters, which I don't know what they do. We didn't get to that. And stone defenders, which are heavily armored and have shields, but obviously are not weapon have no weapons because he said I guess they could use their shields as weapons if they wanted to. Therefore, I yeah. mean, it makes it sound like you don't have any weapons, but they're just they're defending like things, mm-hmm. right? So 
Yeah, I mean, we we jumped around that a little bit, but I think the most important thing was not only knowing what those things are called and what they do, but also that he doesn't have anything to do with the cubes. So the cubes are created somewhere else by someone else, and uh, we're not going to be able to pick any of them up there on uh, Heraklion as far as we know. There's uh, one little thing he said, too, when, yeah, you asked about the cubes. He said that he didn't he wasn't asked to supply any power sources for mm-hmm. his machines that is that's right i didn't really think about that yeah he assumed that the cubes were power sources i think is, that's is was, what I that's what that. he uh when you asked him about it that's what he uh figured so so they're not powered when he sends it something else has to power these things apparently they're just the uh, metallic but he right. he was a little pissy when we said they were talking and he said you know you tell samuel coltis that that will void any warranty that he, <laughs> yeah. that was good. That he has so uh yeah so that means any i can't remember exactly how we learned of the cobras talking Do you, uh that uh, was through percival yeah percy ah percy okay yeah percy and agatha in uh port randis at the asinine leopard they had uh, just come back from uh, the last uh, sole survivors of, of their own kind of party trying to uh, answer the uh, quest on the board to take down the towers and get the power source themselves. And they spoke of uh, trying to warn everybody away from tackling it because of these machines that whispered and spoke. and Yeah, whispered is what I remember. Yeah, exactly. And they said the name Tobias Forge, if I recall correctly. Yes, Percy uh-huh. did mention one of them saying they Tobias. Sure did. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, he's Tobias, okay. Yeah, so there's still some things to uncover there. Shaft is a deep scion. I'm just saying it right now. Oh, yeah, you never asked. <laughs> <laughs> this whole time, you've never asked me. <laughs> I would have told you. So that, uh, that pretty much wraps up 84. Anybody mm-hmm. have anything else on 84 to want to bring up? Well, this is um, this is way back in. The, I had a note here about the wand. Um, one thing we didn't touch on is Shaft aged two years. Yeah, That's yeah, it was one of the effects. I didn't know how to play that. I mean, do you think you'd notice? I think two years, no. But if you had rolled upwards of eight or nine, I had you roll a d10. You could have rolled a ten and aged oh, an entire Ooh. decade. Yeah, Man. I would have felt wow. that. Yeah, you'd That's feel crazy. that. That's crazy. Yeah. So I think two, you could probably get away with. Not really feeling its full effects immediately, right? Now, Shaft's a halfling. Uh, what's a halfling's lifespan? It's a little older. I think it goes in up well over 100, but I can check yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's like a century and a half-ish, I believe. Uh, so Len's not that significant. They reach uh, reach adulthood at 20. And let's see if it says How here. How old is Shaft? Well, Shaft went from 39 to 41. Oh, he's over the hump then. He's I I, I missed midlife crisis here. I missed the birthday party. I missed the whole nine yards going hitting forties. <laughs> oh man! So as far as Shaft's concerned, he's still thirty nine. Yeah, he doesn't know the difference. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I mean, could you imagine if he had gotten as a small child a prophecy telling him telling him he would live until he was one hundred and one, and now thinking come. Thinks oh. thinks he's ninety nine and still's got two good years to live, <laughs> and then <laughs> well, he'd be dead. surprised when he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
only other thing in 84 was Shakara actually did tell Mia about Falsey's pact with Izzy. Yes. yes. Right. Yeah. So Mia knows that now. Finally. Yeah, so like that's who I thought you were trying to help. Yeah. Right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah, and the other general thing for all three of these episodes was this recording session was a fuck, a fucking shitstorm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were, well, most of us were in very, very poor moods. <laughs> there was a is lot this of, the one? Because this okay. is it. This is it. There was a lot of shit. Because it's not just eighty four, right? It's eighty five and eighty six. That's right. Too, right? The, the all three of these episodes. Okay, a lot is making sense right now. There was a lot of snark <laughs> cut out of the recording of well, these episodes. <laughs> because listening back, I was listening to all the episodes today, and I was like, "This has to be the one where we were." This has. Yeah. This has to be it. I think this is the one where I was feeling really sick. You were sick the next day. I was in a shitty fucking sick. mood. I felt sick. I snapped at Emily. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Emily kind of deserved it, though. Emily was being snarky. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I, I, mean... I did keep her line in there that set me off, too. So that's my true suffering. <laughs> <laughs> About the about making the number of elders an even number. Thrown off the vote is what it was. <laughs> yeah, what, they're gonna have three three tie all the time. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, admittedly, it's true. It's she's right. <laughs> you don't have a tiebreaker. I know, fucking Shikar. No, tiebreaker is you know whoever tried to. The- planted a tree last or something. <laughs> they just pick a random rule book and <laughs> figure out the tiebreaker. Yeah. Ain't no damn trees on her You know what on. it was, though? It was like <laughs> several more weeks into quarantine where it was starting to get old. Yeah. And now we're a little bit more adjusted to it. <laughs> but, oh, man. Okay, that makes so much more sense. I was listening to 85 and I was like, is this it? You did a good job of editing because I couldn't super recall, but... It's, it sounded just... it sounded okay. <laughs> We were warming up by the end of it. By the time 86 rolls around, we were kind of in full swing. So, <laughs> Was that all one recording? 84, 85, yeah, yeah. 86? So 80, the, 87 the is combat. a new... The first bit of 87 will be the tail end of this. Because okay. we, yeah, yeah. we finished that combat that ended 86. Yeah. Yeah. Now, in, um, in this, did we talk about um, the Omen Moon and the Weave and whatnot in this episode? Uh, Probably in 85, which were getting at well let's see you guys i don't have that written down here i think what we have we start out with okay so we start out going to the library with falzer and i okay so the one thing i wrote down that i wanted to bring up was the the noise of the stool dragging over yeah. to Did you like that yeah yeah i like that that was, that was <laughs> yeah that was awesome <laughs> really added a whole like i pictured it in my head just dragging <laughs> it across the floor you know what I should have made it a little longer. I should have made it like two seconds longer. Even it was a little short. Yeah, long. I should have made it. I should have made it a little longer. But <laughs> and then uh, yeah, Shaft talking to the librarian. What was her name again? I have it written down somewhere, but I can't remember. Well, uh, I don't think we heard it this episode. It's not oh. this episode. We haven't either. heard yeah, it. You're right? No, we don't. <laughs> I think we don't hear it for another six sessions. Yeah, it's <laughs> a long time. So uh, yeah, I, my favorite part of that was I was getting down from the stool. And then uh, I said, I want to do an inside check to see if she's catching what I'm throwing. And you said, yeah, she's thinking about books. She's talking about books. <laughs> yeah. 
And then She's not uh, picking up what you're laying down. Then we get the line Fifty Shades of Shaft. For, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, he's got the manacles. And he's got the manacles. Yeah. So yeah, she's uh, she's uh, intriguing. Yeah, she she doesn't know. Uh, we can we can talk books and and really get down to it. So. I'm excited to see what so, happens there. Yeah, very many intellectual conversations. I think that's what she finds most stimulating about Shaft, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At this point. <laughs> At this point, yeah, so far. <laughs> oh, man. It is so weird to listen to my husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flirting. She keeps mentioning the books in the back. You weren't the only one who felt who felt awkward, Emily. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. I love it. It's one of my favorite things you know, in the show. I, every, every Listening back to every one of these instances, I just fucking shake my head listening back and just chuckle and it's like this is so the, the dumb i just because i picture us on zoom and doing it when i'm listening to it <laughs> <It's the stupidest> <laughs> thing. <laughs> you finally met up though right you all finally came back together yeah, yeah yeah that's where i have the next thing that we do is 20 minutes of talking about what should we do next yeah and falsely just falsely just dumped all over me and shakara's plan well, he said, I was hoping for a better plan, which immediately <laughs> followed, I have here Mia going, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she sort of went off and Bill had to, or sorry, Falzard had to go, no, no, I wasn't poo-pooing your plan. But, he was poo-pooing uh, the plan. Listen, it's common with our party to discuss what's happening, but I think there's so many, and this is not just this episode, there's several coming up, where like, there's so many different possibilities. Well, if we do this, then what about this? And can we do this? Like, yeah. So I think the stakes are getting to be pretty high. Like I think we're the getting into some high, situations yeah. where like we could die if we make the wrong decision, right? I think it's important for role play to include where everyone's as a character is coming from because I do think that Shaft in John John is playing Shaft to be like, let's make a decision. That's Shaft though. And then Shakar is thinking, okay, well, we need to be you know, communicating with these people. We need to warn this. And Bill's thinking about, you know, like we just all have different. Right. Yeah. And so it's important. The I think the issue about... that we have is there's so many different factors and so many different things going on yeah. that you, uh, we can overthink all of the possibilities. Right. A hundred percent. And we did, he, I did hear each of us saying, okay, well, true. All right, you're right. Um, Because we're always like chiming in, like, well, what about this? Well, what if this happens? What if it? And so just everyone is conceding everyone else's point, and you're still really not. But I do think in real life, no no group of four people would just hear, you know, Falzer and say, well, let's do this. And they go, okay, sure. Hands down and don't talk about it. So. Well, my one take, my one takeaway for 85 was this was actually really the first time in a session that we've had much uh, actual table talk. Um, at the end of this episode, when we, when we're <laughs> the titular moment of uh, deciding whether or not we want to go back to the rising three and see whether or not chum's all good. That last like eight ish minutes was all just table talk. Like it wasn't really, cause usually we work it out through RP. Mm-hmm. I know, and I felt like I didn't know if you were going to leave that in or not. I know, and what I caught out, an instance of John saying, all right, let's do that so it's actually RP because we're going to cut all this shit out. And, I'm, and I was like, no, 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 a lot of that's staying in. That's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so 
at the time, neither of us really knew what was going to stick we in the episode either. We went in and out of voices, yeah. Sure, I know, right? But that's what happens when you're playing at the table, though, too, right? I yeah. think there's, I mean, for John, there is a frustration sometimes that um, I always think to myself, we're adventurers, we are, and I think you've brought this up before, Leland, you know, we're not the average people. We, we have uh, extraordinary skills and things that, you know, we're very, very good at. And um, I, what, what frustrates me sometimes playing with any group, not just this group, is when people are going, well, I don't want to do that. That could, we could die. Or I might get hurt. And I'm like, well, that's exactly why we're here to do this. We're adventurers. We're supposed to be putting ourselves in danger and, and, and going out and doing those things that nobody else will do. If not, then we're all just going to be sitting at the table, you know, at the tavern talking about, I hope somebody helps take care of these problems. Yeah. And, you know, to help curb some of this indecision, what I could do a better job of doing is putting the party on a timetable and where this indecisiveness then becomes a consequence. And we haven't had that very much, I don't think, really through the story so far. There was one, the one instance that really sticks out where the party was not, indec- wasn't really indecisive was when Falsey got abducted by the, the big toad thing. I forget what the hell that thing's called. Because, like, Bryn was like, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta get him. And, Sh- and Shaft was the, the indecisive is the wrong word, obviously, because Shaft is rarely indecisive. He's more like... We're being quick to act in that moment. Yeah. I, I wrote him off as not my problem. 100%, exactly. Um, but, I mean, the, where the hell's Falsey? Where is he going? Who's got him? Is he s- sleeping alive? Like, that's a timetable. And that's where right. sitting around for six hours to say, well, let's go do this first, and then we can maybe come back around to this. <laughs> like, Falsey's dead. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm going to counter what I just said. But in, in a way, with like with Shaft, he's not going to risk his life for things that he doesn't feel that are valuable, right? So he might not go out to do something uh, that's going to get himself killed when he knows it's a it's a death trap, right? If it's, if it's a little consequence to him, then right? Why would but he that, that's why this is really difficult right now because we're all working together. I think a lot better as a team now, like trying to keep Alomar from becoming a lich. I'm still amazed that the four of you latch onto that as exactly. decisively yeah. as yeah. you have. <laughs> But I keep on thinking Shaft would not, you know, he would he's going with the group, but it's not really his thing, and that's the difference I think from from this his character is now he's doing more of that. I think in real life there tends to be like one person who's got that leadership to them or that opinion, and they just like kind of make it happen. And I mean that's just like remember in school there's always the kid who doesn't contribute anything to the project. A few people that contribute something to the project and then the group leader who just naturally becomes the leader or does it all themselves takes even what the others contributed and is like it's not good enough and does it all themselves. But in our group of four people there's not one person that's like this is what we're doing and if you don't come with me I'm leaving. I think we've all compromised on whatever goal or thing we set our mind to a lot. It shifts around. I think that's part of the thing. It shifts all over the place. Yeah, I think our party's done a pretty good job of um, hearing everyone's perspectives and and coming to a uh, uh, coming to a plan that's mostly agreeable to everyone, despite having very different ideals and goals and that sort of thing. Like we've generally done a pretty good job of satisfying everyone. I think, 
even when we're not completely aligned with in like 24 hours shakara now like trusts falzern we're best buds man yep bffs forever in in not very longer than that she came to distrust him too so like it's you know all all of that happened pretty quickly a lot of a lot of things happened (laughs) in that short period even when i was not happy with him i was distrustful of him i was distrustful of the distrust so it wasn't like i was an enemy of falzerin and i I was i was struggling with that the entire time and looking for a reason to not be enemies with him right it just took one squawky little bird to push you over the edge the keck factor factor, so anyway i don't know if you guys want leland to put us on more of a timetable like he's saying i just Um, find that (laughs) <laughs> no, I, think, <laughs> I think in the next few episodes it's, it should be clear to all yeah. of you that the timetable is ramping up so yeah Falterin's yes. on a timetable yes. yeah Falterin is on a timetable Falterin's literally I've got tied plenty to of HP left <laughs> not if you lose more every day didn't you like go from yeah. 1 to 2 to 3 I doubt he, Leland would do that to me <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not a huge fan of like Okay, let's go. Like that's I don't know. That's not my anyway. So I listening back eighty five was annoying me a bit because I was like, man, this isn't that interesting to listen to. So I'm sorry, listener. I think uh, when we go do things, when we t- pick a direction to go do things, it's the DM's job to make it to present us with things that are going to be interesting. If if all Leland did he goes, ah, another empty room. Oh, another empty room. I mean, after a while, you're gonna just go, why are we even doing this, right? So well, it's we, ha- we had that in 85, yeah. You just went to do a bunch of de- That's empty rooms. What I'm saying is... is <laughs> Thanks, Leland. Thanks. <laughs> so, I was just saying, it's I all Leland's fault. that was Leland's kind of fault. funny, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, if there's nothing there, there's nothing there. <laughs> right. So where is everybody? Where was everybody? They have, they have fucking question. duties. What do you mean? They're not just <laughs> laying around in their fucking beds all day waiting for someone to come knock on a door. They got shit <laughs> well, to yeah. do. Where were they? That leads us more to the to the progression of the story, too, is we're like, all right, she's not here. Let's go. She said, let's meet her at the gate. Oh, let's just go on our own and screw her. Let's <laughs> like... Like, we set a timetable and didn't stick to it. Well, what was odd is the things that we presented to the elders, they didn't seem to be taking it seriously, right? We told Geneva something that seems like it should be very important. And she, you know, said, oh, well, we need to go, you need to go talk to this person. and I'll go talk to this person and let them know, right? And then I think it was in episode 85 where I think what Shakara talks to Sybil or maybe it's the next one Sybil right and you and oh no I haven't heard anything yet and you you would think that would be you know like number one priority is to get up and talk to the other elders which is what led Jakara to telling y'all about how Geneva's alliance might not be with us I love the reaction from the rest of you what happened in her past (laughs) past. yeah I have down chick Shakara lets us know that Geneva was in a pact with Alamar that broke her pact with Father Lemmick. Geneva was in a pact with Father Lemmick, and Alamar broke the pact. And we all sort of looked at you and went, what the fuck? Why haven't you told us this before? This is this is <laughs> yeah. relevant information. This is kind of a big deal. Because Shikara, you're like, 
that was Geneva's information. I'm not going to go spilling everybody's secrets. That was something that when she told me that, she was very ashamed of it. And it was something that was in her past that she clearly did not want anybody else to know. So I wasn't going to go around tattletailing on her. Sure, that makes sense. But then you straight up questioned her about the ritual of catharsis in front of Mia. In a way that wouldn't, that maybe she had researched it or knew something about okay, it. Okay, okay. But not give away the fact that she had been it a participant. It wasn't obvious to Mia. Okay. No, it wasn't I mean, obvious that, that, you know, to Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Maybe it felt more obvious, obviously, because I have the information. And it's like, wow, you're just calling her right out in front of Mia. <laughs> but I never said, well, when you did this. That's very no, true. No, she that's didn't. And when she, and it's a book that we just found. And then also it's still not even obvious after Shakara's bristly response to Mia. Like, just because she's in a pack doesn't mean she's a bad person. I was like, okay, whoa. And let's face it, nobody's told Mia anything. <laughs> no, I don't know crap. <laughs> Yeah, so when Mia started doubting Geneva, and, it, and I realized, listening back, you were doubting Geneva because you thought she might be tied be to, Alamar. to Alamar. Yeah. I took it as you were doubting her because she had been in a pact. No, no, no. It was like, oh, if he saved her, she might not actually want to kill him. Shikara was quite upset at the time that you were down on Geneva for having been in a pact. No, it was like, we just, our communication was crossed. Yeah. Like, please. It was not about that. please. Use the word alliance. <laughs> it's not a pact. It's an alliance. <laughs> now say like ten more lines like that and see how hard it is to breathe. <laughs> okay. But listen, Good thing listening back, I, I now have a pop filter. I can tell when I run out of breath <laughs> listening back. And I'm like, yeah, that's when I, I couldn't talk anymore. <laughs> it yeah. makes me feel... Like I'm hyperventilating. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's not an easy voice to maintain. I'm Wait till sure. you hear my voice for the one shot this Sunday. Wait. Sound like I've smoked for 60 years. <laughs> All right, so then it, we pretty much wrap it up with just deciding after some conversation that we're going to head out behind the keep, or Screw actually Grindy. behind the behind the city, and we Screw talk Grindy. about uh, yeah, talk about messaging Grimby Chum for a while. And with some, I have, yeah, we ended up not doing it, I think. Right? Yeah, no, you never, you never did. To be honest, the spell slots are precious. Well, I know. And that's what I'm, I'm listening back. It's I was so thinking difficult. like, do I, do I, does that make sense that they didn't? I mean, I guess I kind of did because you already left them with a bit of warning. Like, hey, mm-hmm. guess what? The people here at the port are pretty dangerous. You should close up shop here. And yeah. <laughs> In my mind, we're about to head into battle, man. I can't be spending that spell slot. Oh, yeah. So I absolutely. wonder, can I make scrolls like Falzern does of my sending spell or anything? Or is that not like a cleric thing? Um, That's a good Because then I could just question. have some scrolls in my bag and burn them, you know? That's a good question. Um, I'm inclined Something to... Something to think about. I'm inclined to absolutely let you do it. Yeah, absolutely. Got to get some McLaren's finest. Yeah. Well, the listener will know how many episodes ahead we are now because then next episode I'll start making some. Oh, scrolls. welcome to the club, buddy. <laughs> Be like, hey, Falsy, can I borrow some ink? We were talking about Falzer and making scrolls and a backup spell book way before he started doing it. Yep. We've just needed it and we haven't had it. Yeah. But anyway. So that wraps it up for 85. Um, no, I, I was else? curious. Um, 
back to the omen moon thing uh-huh. and the the weave. Yeah. Um, I found that really interesting. I don't know what the rest of you guys thought about it. There was some confusion. Well, that that's part of it as well, um, which is why I'm bringing it up. Sure. So it's a three-day cycle, and the omen moon looks differently from your typical moon. Looks like cheese. Yep, cheese it, moon. It's, it's, very, it's very cheesy. And it does its thing every few centuries. What do you call someone else's moon? Nacho moon. There you go. Oh jeez, you got that. You had that way too fast. Elena's heard me use that that joke joke a million times. (laughs) It is one of his jokes that you know we'll be married fifty years from now, and I'll be like, "What do you call someone else's cheese?" (laughs) Elena will be like, "Nacho cheese." (laughs) So my my (laughs) according to my memory and my understanding is that. Ideally, he wanted to do this ritual during the Omen Moon because the weave, the connection to the weave, which is basically just like magic, magical yeah, the force, exactly. would be the force. stronger. In all worlds, the force. Yes, use the force. Oh Harry. God, Bill, do not make that fucking joke again. <laughs> Harry, <laughs> live long and prosper. <laughs> Gandalf <laughs> shall not pass. It's a trap. Okay. Hey, That's, you got you it right it, there. You took it too far. <laughs> So, um, he wanted to do the ritual during that time period, which it sounds like it is not um, right now, but he's going to go ahead with it anyway, because this new development, which he didn't specifically name, might be a means. He pretty much laid it out. He said, if what the Dragonborn and Brightwood say is true, then this changes my timetable. The Kraken. Yeah. That's pretty much all we said to him. I mean, you, you, the two of you never used the word Kralakina to the we elders didn't? at all. We didn't? Okay. Perfect. No. Screw them. I assume that it's going to be impossible for him to achieve Lichdom because he's like a fool um, not doing it during the Omen Moon. Oh, that's so. what you're banking on. So, Well, we have his elixir, solved. too. I don't know. <laughs> we have an elixir. We have an, we have yeah. an elixir that we're afraid to drink. It's, it's a potion. It's a potion of of restore. We, three, we need to three keep HP. in mind who's writing this story. That's true. Oh, if I drink it, I could be like a god. I would never present you with a problem that you could not solve. And if I do, then I I'm a shit DM. Assuming we paid attention. Well, yes, I, I can't. You know, I'm not going to fucking hold your hand. You two got to pay attention. I mean, we just <laughs> talked about 84 missing that whole Triton. Like, when Falsey was talking, gloss right over with the Triton, right? A lot of... That happens a lot. I will say, that happens a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. Mia knows that Thor banished him too, right? Yeah, you read it in Gods yeah, of the yeah. Machinations. Okay. Or, sorry, that yeah. was in... Um, that was in the surreptitious one. Yeah, surreptitious something or other, something or other. Practices of the and did it did it say Kralakina in that book? I believe the Triton confirmed with Falsey that Thor enslaved Kralakina in the elemental plane of water. Gotcha. In Gods and Machinations, it only spoke of Thor fighting and killing his son and uh, wife. Supposedly, yeah. And then um, there was the extra information you found in that book. That said, he may not have actually done it and just... Yeah, and no one else in the party knows that. That's right. 
because it doesn't concern them. Well, well, well. <laughs> so Mia's holding a couple cards for once. Well, I would like to for once because, <laughs> I don't know, crap, we talked about this. And this is how you form a cohesive party. I think I think we're I think we're discussing and talking about things pretty well right now in our yeah, group. but perhaps the best we've ever been. When you're in the situation where we're talking about 24 hour time period, there's a lot of crap going on. You can also understand why you're not talking about your backstory or things that <laughs> yeah, happened right. to Falzerin and Shaft, like. When we run into somebody and you go, yeah. well, I don't know anything about that. What are you talking about? Um, you know. Well, like when I joined the party, I had this idea of like communicating with my family back home more and using my sending to like say hi to them and all this stuff. Yeah, it's been a busy couple of days. Haven't had time to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I don't think we've really discussed the towers with you Mm-mm, in no. any way. But honestly, we really haven't focused on them. The only... Two that are even questioning it is me and Falzer and when we talk to uh, Tenderman, right? Other than that, we haven't talked about the towers in what ten episodes. Yeah, if 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 not more. Well, I mean, the nice thing about the Tenderman stuff is, for those that are wanting more tower action, here's a little tidbit to right. hopefully keep dragging you along until we eventually get there. <laughs> and there's so much. I mean, the whole Vixure disease thing. There's there's so many threads that are still out there that we. We need to uh, wrap up at some point in time. Or link together, at least. Right. So that takes us to 86, where uh, we're going around the outside of the city to... Uh, first off, first off, I'd like to mention the uh, the raining noise was, was perfect. The rain yeah, the falling rain down good. and really painted a picture of us uh, right there on the side of the cliff edge. Shout out the to Rain Wilson. Mutt. Muddy water, water, water pouring off. And Shout out to Muddy Waters. There you go. <laughs> oh, so I have uh, written down here that when the, the cliff, there's a big gap and we look down and we see another sub ship. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I know. Chum's just taking her, taking her out for a little joyride. Yeah, I was going in a southern direction. <laughs> southern direction. Yeah. The, the new one is Escape. Oh, Escape, yeah. Escape, yeah. <laughs> escape. I've got. That's a not how you say it. That's how Leland says it. Just I know. Mean. Do you, you get? It's, it's escape. 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 No, it's, it's not like Nescafe. It's not like a coffee. It's Escape. Listen, no one else in the world I'm with says you, buddy. Escape. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's it's not. It's like it's Italian. <laughs> no, it's Italian. Come on. Listen, <laughs> Italian. It, you might as well say escape. I mean. <laughs> Fine, I can start. <laughs> In the movie, it says, hmm, funny. It's spelled like escape. Escape. Yeah, escape. Ah, fragile. You say escape. Escape. There you go. You said it right. That's how I've always said it. No. <laughs> Let's. I like Leland just the way he is. Don't yeah. try and change him. Mm. You can make fun of him all you want, but don't have really, him change. We really, really, really need to paint the rising three on the side. We've just yes. yes. So yes. I think a symbol would probably be better. Something. Because because dubbing something S- a rising H- anything A-F-T. is doom. F T. Three. Yeah. So does does anyone think that that's actually uh, our our ship or no? Hmm. No. I doubt it. No, I don't think it's our ship. It's bad guys. 
Leland's not saying anything. Tracking down the Tritons. I'm I'm not yeah. sure who it was. I was up on that cliff with you. I haven't couldn't tell. I, I rolled a very poor perception check too. <laughs> well, you did say it was really, really far away. So I mean, oh, well, you were very, very high up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yes, lots of lots of d sixes to roll if we fell. <laughs> or d tens as Phil likes to think. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's not D10. It's not D10s, it's D6s. D6s. Uh. So it's only 20 D6 is max falling damage. That's not that bad. No big deal. Eventually, that's survivable for like a hero. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of crazy to think of. Well, I know. We're tangenting here, but like that's. I've seen a bunch of like Reddit shit where it's like, is it really realistic that. If you fall a thousand feet, even if you can survive twenty d six, that you're still alive. Yeah, like how how is some people have survived? What are you so skilled at that allows you, allows to, fall you to fall a thousand, thousand feet? Twenty d six could be twenty points. That's it. Yeah, I have a monk that can fall like forty five feet without taking any damage. That's crazy. Now he's crouching, tiger hidden dragon kind of jumping around. Is what you got to envision, right? I'm bouncing off the walls and. And that kind of thing, but I can also go, you know, vertical surfaces and. Yeah, but you slow. You have slow fall. You literally fall slowly. Yeah. Well, still cool. You don't hit max <laughs> velocity. It's not. Yeah, it's not the uh, same. Yeah, how does that work in reality? <laughs> e equals mc squared or something like that. Uh. Well, you accelerate at nine point eight meters per second per second. And eventually <laughs> yeah, well, velocity. you actually are right about that. He's got some good. Memory for physics. Thank this you for being so surprised. You can't, can't, can't say fucking escape, but you can do the math. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to have to cut all this you, out now. I can't on. keep this in. He says he can say escape. He cannot say escape. <laughs> escape. So, eventually the, rock, <laughs> the wall falls away. Which I think no, the wall didn't it, fall away. It had already it, the, been fallen. Right, right. It had already fallen. It was very confusing. It, I'll, I'll it say was. it this way: I should go tell the people in Heraklion that they're going to have a wall situation soon, as the <laughs> ground clearly eroding has fell away all the way up to the structural integrity right outside the keep. True. Yeah, I mean that's very big deal. true. So, um, yeah, that would might be a good thing. I'm sure Heraklion has a handyman of some kind. Most people are robe-wearing I forgot to ask Leland if users, it looked but... natural. Like, did it look like someone did that to the wall? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that's really a good question. Ask. Yeah, actually, we kind of glossed over that. <laughs> We're like, the wall's crumbling. Okay, cool. <laughs> like, we... I thought no, the, the, wall the ground crumbling. was crumbling, not the wall. Well... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it was the ground. I mean, it was a very narrow path pathway. So Leland put us on this very narrow pathway, put this great big obstacle in our way that most people mm-hmm. would not, would just turn around and go back if they came to this, yet we went on. Well, he did this. We he sure said, did. you go on for half an hour, then you come to a place where the ground falls away because you're like, you're already invested. I want to know what Leland was thinking when we decided to continue on. We, we found a way around his hurdle that maybe we should have turned around and gone back. No, I, I put hurdles in front of you so you can find ways around them. That is my okay. job. I don't Like adventure. <laughs> like we're adventurers. I, 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 I totally, listening back, I totally second-guessed that. And I was like, I wonder if we oh, were not supposed to go there. And he was like, okay, well, I'm going to put this hurdle here. They can have a very, very slim chance of being able to get past. 
they'll almost definitely turn around and go back. And we didn't. Interesting. Well, you know what? Note to self, if I need to put up a hurdle that you can't get around, don't make it a gap that Shakara can jump a thousand feet across. (laughs) (laughs) I think the important thing to note here is we were trying to go north of the city. We went down, out the main entrance, around, up the whole outside. There's only one entrance entrance and exit to the city anyway. We went out. She said the west gate. The south. We went over to the west and we went up. Took a big long, when we could have, as we had to traverse the wall, went to the north side of the city and went over the wall. Wait, true. Yeah, we and know that exactly now. And exactly where we wanted to go. I'm just saying, obstacles, uh, you know, we could figure these things out a little better. Well, now that you're doing maps of the city, John, you can, you know, metagame a little. <laughs> well, it's not like I'm not going to give you the information of the layout of the city. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. I just think we we took the long route. Let's just yes, put it we did. That way. We took the scenic route. Yeah, very much. so. I assumed that the wall before we got into this situation. I assumed the wall would not be a wall we'd be able to scale. And then once we were stuck with no way to cross this gap, and we start talking about okay, how high is the wall? If if you didn't have the ring of jumping, you wouldn't been able to get up to that. It's it's a thirty foot wall. You couldn't get up there. Right, right. Falls are yeah. sure as fuck couldn't get up that wall. <laughs> We got rope, man. Yeah, but you don't. I don't think anybody has grappling hook. No, and that and the top of the wall is at a fifteen degree I angle. Think as Mia we know. has a grappling <laughs> yes. hook. I didn't tell you that. Get out of here, Leah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to clarify something about. Um, it wasn't. Re- it wasn't relevant here about the jump, though. Even though the jump spell triples your jump speed, you can never jump further than your movement. But you could have always use an action to dash while you were jumping. So, like, it didn't, it wasn't, and again, that is, again, action economy, like, in more of an initiative sense as well, but just for future in case it it might come up. Um, That is a limitation. Because even if you could, you can't jump 50 feet if you can only move 30 feet in a round. Makes sense. You'd just be jumping around like a frog all the time. But I I could if I used my action and my, if I dash, so I use my... Right, action because you would action. have 60 feet of movement and be able to... Because I think your triple jump distance was like 45 feet, right? I don't remember now. Yeah, or, or whatever it was. It was more than 30 just to jump alone, plus the 10-foot run-up. So, And again, it, it didn't matter here, right? Because we're not in some type of action economy because it wasn't in any type of initiative or combat. But that is the official you know, ruling, just huh. for the future. So like, even if that rings, the jump spell could enhance your jump to 100 feet, you wouldn't be able to jump a 100-foot chasm. Which seems strange, though, when you say it like that. Like, if you're able to jump further than you can move... It doesn't make yeah, it doesn't really make sense. Because you'd think the way the formula of calculating your jump would always come out to you never being able to jump more normally than your movement speed, but through magical ability, why wouldn't you be able to do that? Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a strange rule. When you enter it into the calculator online, what does it say? I'd have to find the calculator online again. Well, the cal- yeah, yeah the, the calculator online doesn't take into consideration the, the jump spell, right? So, Bill, if you jumped off that 125-foot cliff, you'd only take up to 30 feet of falling damage. Because you, you can only move 30 feet. <laughs> oh, yes. Right. So I like you, that logic. Yeah. Unfortunately, the next round, you would also take another 30 foot of falling damage, and then the round after that, another 30. <laughs> yeah, but, 
But you can drink a potion each round. But you have action. a little hope each. Oh yeah, you could probably do that as a bonus. Or, no, you can't do it. That's a full action. Sorry. Yeah, maybe. Okay, so we get over the wall and we head up to <laughs> find the. Uh, 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 yeah, shaft shaft gets dropped. <laughs> yes, yeah, I do have. Uh, some of us fall. Yeah, I think Sh- uh, Shakara also fell too. And um, Shakara offers to throw Shaft. <laughs> that I don't know how that would have went. <laughs> Not a dwarf. I was really hoping that Shaft was going to say, <laughs> yeah. "Nobody tosses a dwarf." <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Shaft didn't say that. <laughs> so yes, we finally get up on top of the wall. We go around. We get back down and find our way to the central part of the. The city, head north, and find a, um, what is it, uh, two uh, shield guardians shield next guardians, to yeah. a altar. Mm-hmm. Looks suspicious. Looks like the right place to be, right? Mm-hmm. Sure does. We talk about that for a while. <laughs> yeah, holy hell. I was like, hmm. Because... The rest of that fight that we had about another like almost forty minutes of recording. So like to finish the fight in this episode would have been a really long episode. Which yeah. is why I cut it where where I cut it, but I was like, man, maybe they're not even getting to the fight in this episode. <laughs> like, what's happening? Well right we now? we probably <laughs> wouldn't, but we did take Mia's advice and say, let's just push the damn things over the side of the cliff. <laughs> yeah. We gotta do something. Yeah. Right. And uh Shaft said, I think you wanna push it, let's do it. Grab a leg. And uh, that's when we rolled initiative. Well, because can you imagine trying to fight something in the midst of if Alomar did no, show up? No, I, I agree. We, we did do locate object to try to find Alomar, and he wasn't within a thousand feet. But that, you know, he could show up at any point in time. He's probably on the Rising 3 getting his elixir back, because he also did find object. <gasps> Frick. Oh, I forgot he could no. do that. Oh, don't give Leland ideas. Alomar can do many things. Leland already thought of that. Frick. I I hope you're right because you if like he didn't, evil, he Leland. has thought of it now. Well, that's it, really. Um, we we get into battle with the uh, with the shield I mean, guardians. I mean, we try. We're hoping because shield guardians are great, if, especially if you're like a magic user, right? You have an amulet. You can control these shield guardians. They uh, regenerate uh, health. You know. Look up Shield Guardian in your, they in your regenerate monster health? manual. And uh, yeah, each round. Uh, the reason I know is my wizard in another game has a Shield Guardian, or had a Shield Guardian, I should say. Well, at the very end of 86, the damage that Shaft inflicted it started to heal. That's yeah. how the episode yeah. ended. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's a, it's a shame that the amulet I have did not work. Or at least I I wasn't able to make it work. Too bad. And that's where uh, that's where we wrap up those the group of three. Anything else anybody wants to talk about in '86? I don't think there was really much else. No. No. Let's leave them in suspense. Let's not give any hints. Let's just. Uh, yep. So, good grouping of three episodes where we're all upset about something. <laughs> <laughs> Next play session will be we'll be having more fun. I think. Next episode. Yep. The next episode gets very interesting. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. There is so much going on, right? There and is it, so much going on. Okay. And I don't even remember how long ago it was when we recorded those. 
But uh, I think yeah, near it's... the end of April, I think it was or something. Really? Okay. We've recorded a lot lately, yeah. So, uh, anything else we want to talk about before we wrap this up? Um, well, I think we we should plug our Discord. We haven't plugged that very often, but anybody who's listening wants to join in, uh, come chat with us on there. We're on there a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> All day, every day. But yeah, I think we've got links to it on, uh, It's there's definitely a, I think we've pinned it on Twitter, but it should be on our website as well. It's a lot of fun. And we're thinking, we're talking about potentially doing some other more kind of creative things on there that, that you might see coming in the near future. I won't say too much in, in case that doesn't happen, but, uh, we are? What? yeah, <laughs> it's all of us. Just kidding. What are you doing, Bill? <laughs> The dragon that John painted made it to its new home. Yes. Yeah, I got a picture. I posted it up on our website um, from Christopher. So, uh, yeah, I hope they enjoy it and get some use out of it. It was fun to paint. I I really enjoyed I put the lava down at the bottom. and Yeah, that base looks sick. Some, yeah, yeah I, the lava's cool. I had a good time with that. I might buy one of those myself. I, I enjoyed painting that one. And now your version will be so much better because you've already done it once. That's right. I always Thanks, like to test it out on the uh, on giveaway winners, yeah. <laughs> Here's your first draft. I'll, I'd be happy to do another one in the future, but maybe in the distant future. I got stuff I want to paint for myself right now. I want yeah, to be selfish. Right. You got to bust. You got to open up KDM. You got to paint off KDM. <laughs> You're damn right. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of work. So we have a Patreon uh, that's doing great. We really appreciate all the guys, uh, gals that are donating to us uh, to to be able to buy uh, equipment and things that we're going to need to keep the podcast going. It's, yeah, it's alcohol. Awesome. Absolutely. Typically, yeah. <laughs> that's kidding. Right. No, I use all my own personal money oh, for the good, alcohol. Good. But that's when that runs out. Drink responsibly. Yeah. <laughs> So no, no, we really appreciate everything that everybody's doing, and uh, we have some some great uh, things that we want to do um, with the money coming up, and hopefully we'll be uh, uh, be able, if you're if you can donate and you would and you like the show, we'd appreciate anything anybody's willing to uh, to do to help us uh, meet some of our future goals. We met our first goal already, and we have some mini campaigns that we're going to be uh, working on here in the near future, and you know some other stuff that we're going to be. Uh, uh, putting out too. Yeah, lots of uh, patron 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 exclusive mini campaigns. Uh, specific tier you get early access to the regular session episodes. Additional of our stupid bloopers too uh, every month. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> more than we got That's a lot of them. Content. We got a lot of them to spare, so we can still <laughs> we can still put them at the end of APs and give some patron exclusive <laughs> deleted scenes. Yeah, it's good stuff. And we really appreciate all our listeners sharing um, our podcast with their friends and family because it looks like there's new episodes every day coming in and downloads of our early stuff. And so we really appreciate you sharing the word. Oh, yeah, it's great. And all the downloads, uh, we're getting a lot more new listeners. And uh, it's pretty yeah. exciting to, to hear uh, from people and on uh, Twitter and, and other places that are talking about the show. So it's great. Yeah, and you know, we were, we were talking about, I think I messaged you on Discord yesterday. That I listened to session most of session one uh, the other day, and it wasn't completely garbage. It was not that <laughs> <Hell> bad. <no>. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> 
Even though, obviously, the quality and production is markedly improved, it wasn't complete trash like I just envisioned it would be. <laughs> yeah, I've been meaning to go back and listen to our first, you know, dozen or so episodes for a while now. I need to get around to doing that. Just remind myself of how far, how far we've come. come. <laughs> I did yeah. sort of set a goal for myself. I wasn't going to bring it up, but I and I probably won't do it. But I was going to go back and do a kill chart. Uh, listen oh, to all the geez. episodes, find out who did killing blows, who had the assist. Get Bryn's kills? Uh, yeah, I would have everybody that okay. died. And then, and then sort of have a, a list of, you know, how many shafts killed versus falls yeah. versus. We could break that up amongst the five of us. I think yeah. if oh, yeah. we wanted to do it the most accurate way, you should probably just record killing blows and not total damage dealt. Per <laughs> I was just going to do <laughs> That's because- killing I believe Falzerin like comes in and, uh-huh. and scoops up the he last little bit. Hank Applebee's from me. Yeah. yeah, after everybody else did all the hard work. Let's just let the numbers speak for themselves, okay? I mean, we let's don't need do killing to... blows, and that's just coincidence sometimes. But I mean, if I, if I'm listening to the show to be able to get the data, I can put comments in behind each kill, so we know that you know Falzerin snuck in and. And got the kill, even though magic missile. Uh, I don't kill think stealer. we want to sully the data with with kill biases, stealer. John. It it would be the most fair to <laughs> no. just look at the. No, numbers. we'll have the now, pie does, chart. Does Gozer get credit for killing herself? <laughs> Ooh. And who gets credit for killing Theft? Come on, I do. Uh, I do. That's Leland. Yeah. I get credit. Yeah. I get credit for PC kills, right? And the plan was also to do it by episode, too, to see how many kills per episode, just oh, to see. Uh, wow. Oh, wow. Know. Okay, this is, like, quite the data. Now, that's why I said I don't know if I'm really going to do it, but, uh, you know, I'll just pull up Excel as I listen. <laughs> well, if we have any listeners who are interested in going back and re-listening to our entire catalog and want to do that for us. Oh, uh, yeah. Can we, yeah, yeah. We, can we source that out? Can we get somebody else to do this? Possibly. That's the other thing I thought of. I was like, thanks to our new listeners. I'm like, wait, if they're already to this after party, they really, they really downloaded We've the We've got some dedicated listeners. With us. Yeah. Um, hey. We will shout you out on uh, on a show if you <laughs> yeah. want to do that. Go back and listen to the last 87 episodes. <laughs> Just real quick. Uh, 80, it's only 87 hour commitment. And, uh, <laughs> it's not bad, really. It's a drop in a bucket. Time is meaningless Skip right the now. after parties, you know. That's, That's right. One work week for someone who works themselves to the bone or just two work weeks for a normal person. It's not that crazy. <laughs> we do really get enjoyment out of people commenting right away on release day something where we know, you know, it means you listened. Like, that's that just tickles me. That, like, on release day, someone already listened to it by the afternoon. That's so, that's so nice. I love it. Hey, Bill, have we ever brought up the Board Game Geek uh, page that we have for the Incredible oh, Party? I don't think we have. Um... Yeah, we uh, we have a, I guess it's a guild, right? A Board Game yeah. Geek guild. I probably should have been prepared if we were going to mention this because um, anyone who's familiar with Board Game Geek knows that it's not always the most intuitive to navigate around. So I think you need the actual BGG guild number to find us probably. Really? It... What a fucking well... load of shit. That's why I don't use that stupid site. <laughs> you might be able to do a Google search to find it. But um, yeah, we have a BGG guild if you can find it. <laughs> and we're even, we're even, Bill Ben's working on getting us an icon. Yeah, that's awesome. He's he's making a, a micro badge for us. Micro badge, yeah, that's what it's called. Which, which um, he's put a lot of work in 
to so far. It sounds like he's yeah, on I mean, like version five or something. Only a micro. Like, why didn't he just go for macro? I don't get it. Why didn't he just go for the big one? I, I'm not sure. I think there's. I mean, there's th- yeah. Thanks, Bill Ben. But like, jump through. seems like you're really half-assing it. I don't know. We're we're applauding the effort, and it's just. Wait, we're, yes. we're yeah, and our podcast was uh was it what was it on the list for best podcast which is not a nomination <laughs> best board game podcast board, board game podcast <laughs> Shh, we don't want to bring attention to that thanks for everyone that voted <laughs> 3752 is our guild number uh, there you go so you can get in there it's another place beyond discord twitter Facebook, Instagram. Facebook, Instagram, yeah. We all of we are everywhere. There is my phone is beeping all the damn time. That's the Discord. <laughs> Sounds like we wrapped everything. We talked about everything we need to talk about. So I'm gonna wrap this up. I've been John and Shaft. I've been Emily and Shakara. I'm Elena. I play Mia. I've been Bill and Falzerin. And I'm Leyland Steele. Happy adventure. You already know who we are. <laughs>